everyone. Welcome back to Who's There. I'm your host, Allison. If you're new here, thank you for joining us. This is a podcast where I talk to a new horror fan every week because I hope to destigmatize what it means to be a horror movie fan. Because most of us are just regular people who like the adrenaline rush of being scared for some reason. And here we delve into those reasons. This week, we have a guest all the way from Sweden, Boris Salman. He is the host of the podcast, A Guest of Horror, and we chatted about how he fell in love with horror why he started his podcast, and what his favorite Swedish horror movie is, and why he doesn't think there's more Swedish horror out there. I also could not resist asking him how the Swedish people reacted to Midsommar when it was released in theaters over there. We also talked about home invasion horror movies and Cronenberg films, and it's generally a good time. But one last thing before we get into this episode, if you love the show and haven't left us a review on iTunes yet, I'd be so grateful if you could take a second to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and also subscribe to our feed wherever you listen to us. And thank you to everyone who's already left us a review. It's so appreciated as it really helps people to find us. I think that's it. So let's get into this episode with Boris Salman. Hey, Boris, how are you? Hey, I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Do you want to start? Yeah. Do you want to start by telling everyone a little bit about yourself, where you're from, et cetera? Yeah, I'm from Stockholm, Sweden. Well, I'm not from Stockholm, Sweden, but uh, I'm from a town that's like an hour away from Stockholm, Sweden. I now live in Stockholm because I'm, I'm, I'm living here with my wonderful fiance. I've recently started a horror podcast. And the reason I sort of reached out to you was because I was, I found your podcast and I immediately panicked. I'm like, oh no, oh no, this is the same thing. This is the same thing. Oh no, oh no, oh no. And then I actually listened to your show and luckily it wasn't exactly the same thing. So, so uh, an immense like anxiety was lifted off of my shoulders. And yeah, then I reached out and now here we are. Awesome. So we will get into your podcast a little bit later, but first things first, what's your favorite scary movie? Such a good question. There's a ton running through my mind immediately, but I, I think I would say The Fly. The original um, or the remake? No, the remake. The remake. The remake. Uh, the Cronenberg <laughs> one, of course. <laughs> the Vincent Price one is, is 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 fun, but but yeah, that's one of those cases where the remake is so much better than the original. All right, cool. Yeah, I've only seen it once because I love Jeff Goldblum. It was very entertaining, but it was also really hard to watch because it's really gross. Yes, <laughs> I, I'm usually like I'm I'm usually not the type of person who would enjoy like body horror mm-hmm. a lot, but but like something about like Cronenberg's sort of run of film in the '80s is really appealing to me. <laughs> awesome. So, how did you first fall in love with the horror genre? Man, I just I I don't have like a specific movie or something like that that comes to mind but I just always loved this stuff like like when I was little you know watching Scooby-Doo like that was the that was the show that I watched and it was because it was like a mystery show and it was fun and castles and and ghosts and you know that's just I've always been into this stuff as soon as I could like you know in school borrow books from the library like I would always go and borrow some Stephen King novel you know or, or a short story collection or something like that but yeah just ever since I was a kid essentially. Awesome. Um, is it yeah. is it common for kids in uh, Sweden to love horror? Uh, no, I don't think so. No. But I mean, it's as common as any place else, I guess. Yeah. Uh, some children are just drawn to that stuff. And, and, and you know, my, my parents were uh, wise enough to like, well, you know, he doesn't really seem to be negatively affected by it. So go ahead, you know. That's awesome. So like you were saying before, you have a podcast called Guest of Horror. Do you want to tell everyone a little bit more about that? Yeah. So essentially what I do is I I invite uh, someone within the horror community, whether that be a content creator, 
like I'm of course I want to get like actors and directors sometimes in in the future but like right now I'm, I'm sort of sticking to the horror community people I admire people I follow and 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 sort of look up to and and I say to them hey pick a movie you can pick any movie <laughs> your, your, it can be your favorite movie it can be something you've just seen only recently and uh, yeah from there on out they pick a movie and then the start of the show is sort of like a traditional interview show and then it sort of transitions into like a discussion of, of the film that they've picked which you know someone is not going like someone coming on the show they're not going to pick a movie that they dislike they're going to pick a movie that they have some sort of connection to and so that's really fun to explore you know i'm over here in sweden and and all my guests have been americans so far and like we're halfway around the world from each other but we have this like collective love and these experiences that we can share of like going to the video store or, or whatever you know all these like sort of universal things that that horror fans sort of have and it's it's pretty cool you know i i, I hope to like have guests sort of from all over the world in the future because yeah it's cool yeah definitely a cool community that sounds really cool so you live in Stockholm. I've been to Stockholm, and I don't remember if there are any haunted sites or anything like that that I went to go see. Are there any haunted places in Stockholm that you visited? I not that I have visited. No, I th- there are like, hey, you can take this tour and go see the ghosts of Old Town or whatever. But I haven't done that stuff. Like, I'm such a skeptic when it comes to that stuff. Oh, okay. I think it would. I think it would be. I think it would be fun, but I would also feel a bit like an imposter. Like. Yeah, okay. You know, I don't really believe in that stuff. So why do you think that people who seem perfectly sane love the horror genre? Um, well, I think it's... I'm trying to formulate this in a, in a good way. I, I think, you know, it, horror can deal with so many different types of, of topic, topics that are often like taboo or things we don't talk about. And I think, you know... At some at some level, like it's good to interact with that stuff. It's good to engage with that stuff. So, like, you know, violence and 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 fear, anxiety, like just having like a a, a sort of safe space to explore those feelings. I, I think is good. Definitely. What would you say is your favorite subgenre in horror? I would probably, I don't know if that's horror essentially, but I, I really like revenge movies in general. But, you know, that's sort of like, that sort of borders the line. It can't be horror, it can't be action, it can't be thriller. I guess in terms of like straight horror, I guess home invasion movies I really like because that's like my number one fear as I said like I don't really believe in in, in ghosts or any of that stuff you know ghost movies have certainly scared me but yeah just a home invasion that's like my worst nightmare and me being the person that I am I'm like oh yes my worst nightmare yes show me that (laughs) awesome so what are your favorite home invasion movies that you've seen the strangers is a really good one I think everyone knows that one this is Michael Haneke film funny games Mm which is like it's super depressing, but yeah, I don't know. Hmm. That's a good question. I guess the last house on the left kind of counts. Definitely. Cause that's, that's one I watch like way too young. <laughs> Who would you say are your favorite horror directors? The first one that I really like took notice of, of like this. Okay. I, I am aware of the director behind this movie is what's, what's, what's Craven because I, 
you know, grew up in the early 2000s. So I was a little bit late on, on Scream, but like Scream was still a huge phenomenon. Like, you know, Scream Free had come out at that point. And, and, you know, the ghost face mask was everywhere. So I think my entry to Craven was like Scream and then The Hills Have Eyes, weirdly enough. And, but, but, so that was my first love. And then I, I would probably, I would probably pick Cronenberg now because compared to a lot of other directors, I mean, Cronenberg has made films that aren't like great, but compared to a lot of other horror directors, he's really just kind of his, as I said before, like his string of movies, especially in the eighties is like very impressive of like Videodrome, The Dead Zone, like, like all of those are like hits back to back to back. So I would probably pick Cronenberg. Nice. Have you watched his son's movie, Possessor? Oh, yes. It's great. I love it. I loved it. <laughs> I have not watched it yet because I am not a fan of body horror. That one, it's, I mean, it's a body horror, but it's, it gets way more like, it sort of feels like it could, could have been an episode of Black Mirror. Yeah. Yeah. I only ever watched the first episode of Black Mirror. And then I was like, this is not for me. So. <laughs> oh, okay. Fair. Uh, yeah, I've I've been told that you just have to get past the first episode, and then it gets oh, a little right. less. It's the, a little okay now. Now okay, up, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, I yes. <laughs> the fact that that is the first episode is yeah. so like it's mind boggling because there, the rest of the the rest of the series like does not have that tone. It's it's really strange. Yeah, um, there. I guess they just don't want anyone who's faint of heart to be watching. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. so i have never had the chance to speak to somebody from sweden or who lives in sweden before i heard that when midsommar was released it was perceived as a dark comedy is that true i don't know i f- i feel like that that movie certainly made an impact over here in, in ways that like it certainly you know I was talking to someone who immigrated here from Hungary and she was spending her first midsummer here and she was saying, and she was joking about how she only knew midsummer through the movie. <laughs> She's like, it's going to be like that. I'm like, yes, totally. <laughs> no, I, I mean, there are certainly, there's, I don't think it was perceived differently, really. I, no, I, I don't think so. What are your thoughts on that movie? Oh, I loved it. I watched it in the theater. It's, it's like really funny because they they didn't film it in Sweden. They filmed it someplace Central Europe, I think. But it really it really does feel like Sweden, and and they did a really good job. But yeah, I I I probably prefer Hereditary a little bit more than Midsommar. But yeah, great great film. Yeah, have you ever been to a Midsommar uh, festival? Are they like that? <laughs> <laughs> well, Minus the death. Uh- Yes, minus the death. I mean, I mean the attire and everything. Like you, like they nailed that part of like, yeah. hey, everyone's wearing flower crowns and and. But no, they're not really that eventful. Like usually, we just dance around this midsummer pole. <laughs> I don't know what to call it, <laughs> but yeah, sort of like a Christmas tree thing. And and usually there will be like one of these midsummer poles in every like sort of little community or or, or suburb. And the sort of everyone gathers there and, and, and dances around the pool. But, but yeah, that's pretty much the only, <laughs> the only, only things that are. Cool. The other movie that I think of, the other horror movie that I think of when I think of Sweden is the movie. It's not a Swedish movie, but it is The Ritual because they go hiking in right. Sweden, I believe. Have you yes. seen that one? 
Yes. Uh, it's on Netflix, right? I, I, um, yeah, that one is great. Uh, That one actually, like that one spoke to me because I don't, I don't actually don't know if they filmed that one in Sweden or not, but, but that one really does feel like Sweden. Like, like those, yeah. Of like the, the, the sort of thought of like being lost in these like very dense uh, sort of northern Swedish forests is like terrifying. Yeah, that yeah, that just freaks me out. When they were like, let's go off trail and we'll save time, I was like, you're dead. <laughs> yes, dead. Exactly. You're never coming out. Yes. <laughs> the only other Swedish horror movie that I know of, unfortunately, is not unfortunately because of the movie is the movie's not bad. Is I think it's a movie from last year. It's called Nelly Rap Monster Agent. What other Swedish horror movies would you recommend to people if they want to be a little bit more well versed in Swedish horror? Let the right one in is like oh yeah those, yeah i always um, forget that's swedish i don't know why <laughs> yeah and that one that one it, it, you know that one hits sort of a spot for a lot of swedish people i think because it, it is such a you know it's set in the 80s and it's a very like period accurate de- depiction of sweden in the 80s or stockholm of the 80s so yeah that one is really great they made an american remake of it of yes. that one that was okay but but watch the original other than that, like Sweden is actually pretty bad at making horror movies. There are some other ones. I, I don't actually know that like the the English titles of them. Like that's how sort of insignificant they are. <laughs> but you know, Sweden is we're very good at like making like dramas and, and black comedies, but but horror movies are are not something that we're necessarily known for. Norway, our, our neighboring country, has a lot more actually. Which is which interesting. <laughs> yeah. Why do you think that is? I, I, I don't know. I, I think there are a couple of like really prolific Norwegian directors who, who really love this stuff and sort of got their chance. You know, the Dead Snow movies. That director, he recently put out a, a film on Netflix called The Trip, which I recently watched. That's a Norwegian film with actually there's a Swedish actress in it, Naomi Rapace. Who I don't know how you how you guys would. She's in Prometheus and the Alien Covenant. Oh, okay. I haven't seen either of those, but okay. Hopefully, people will understand who I'm talking about because I always when when American people say her name, I I'm always like confused. Like, wait, that's how you pronounce that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I I just think like there there are some sort of or or some Norwegian directors who sort of got their chance and and were successful, so they got to make some other horror movies. That's cool. What other Norwegian horror movies would you recommend? There's this, there's three of them called Cold Prey. There's like slasher movies that I really enjoy. I think the first and the second one are are sort of, those are the good ones. And then the third one is like a weird prequel uh, thing. I think it was made by other people as well. But yeah, that was a sort of a successful series. Cold Prey. Yeah, there's Dead Snow movies. I watched this other one recently as well i forget but but there actually is quite a quite a few of them awesome i will have to do some research into that so you love body horror what are your favorite movies that have body horror in it besides the fly (laughs) well i guess to think i i i don't actually love body horror that much i just happen to like really connect to these cronenberg ones so because, you know, that's that's one of those genres where I'm like, man, I, you know, you sort of 
want to look away, right? That's sort of the whole thing with body horror. And and hmm, I don't know. I, I actually don't, because I, I don't really engage with a lot of those types okay. of movies. Have you seen Titan yet? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> uh, Speaking of body horror. Yes, crazy. Um, yeah, crazy, crazy okay, movie. Okay. Have, you, have you seen it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> did you like it? Uh, I I like that I experienced it. I don't think I'll ever watch it again. I I don't I don't know if I yeah. actually liked it. For anyone uh, yeah. who hasn't seen it, a woman has sex with a car, and that's the least crazy thing that happens. So yeah, that's like the opening ten minutes. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then it's just it's like bonkers nonstop from there. So oh. you know, I'm watching that scene. And I'm like, man, I love art. Right. <laughs> like, 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 like this is art. Yeah, I, I thought, you know, I am glad I experienced that movie. I think it sort of loses a bit of its steam midway through. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> yeah. Well, because it just it kind of just like flips from being about, you know, one thing to being about another. Right. Because I think if it would have been the other way around, if it would have had like a crazy climax, I think I would have come away as being yeah. like, oh, I really love this movie. But because all the crazy stuff was up front and then you get like yeah. an hour. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just thought it was a little like, huh. Yeah. It's really hard to talk about this movie without spoiling it. Yes. But even, I think if, even if we said everything that happened in it, like you would still have no idea what the movie was about. Right. So. Right. <laughs> yes. I like that one quite a bit. Okay, I so haven't seen uh, it. It just came to Netflix, so I might watch okay. it. I don't know. Yeah, it's, I was going to say equally strange. It's not equally strange, but it's, it also has a vibe to it. Yeah. <laughs> so an article came out last year that said that horror movie fans were handling lockdown and the pandemic better than non-horror movie fans. Why do you think that was? I think it goes back to the thing I said earlier about like phasing your fears kind of in like a safe place and you know of course the the like <laughs> the the answer i immediately thought of was like well we're we're, we're freaking prepared for this right <laughs> like every movie has this plot yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no i i think you know we're yeah kind of facing this head on in a way that like yeah i, I don't really have a better answer than that <laughs> what was the pandemic like in stockholm crazy because as kind of the rest of Europe locked down we didn't we never did a lockdown and that was very criticized within from other countries but within Sweden as well and yeah it, I mean it it's been it's been really weird it, it's almost because everyone has been like out and about you know like I didn't get to work from home the first like couple of months because, you know, the government was not saying you have to work from home. Uh, so I would, you know, take the bus into work and it would be like, hey, it's there would be like bill, like billboards of like, hey, it's a uh, national bus driver day. Say hi to your bus driver. And then you would go on the bus and it was, it was like plexiglass, like all the like do not cross signs, like, hey, do not go up to the bus driver. <laughs> do not say hi to the bus driver. So it, it felt like weirdly dystopian. But after after sort of getting to work from home, like, I don't know, that's been kind of a positive experience for me. But obviously, you know, I wish this pandemic didn't happen, of course. But, you know, getting to work from home is pretty cool. Yeah, definitely. It's so interesting hearing about everyone's experiences 
that are in other parts of the world during the pandemic yeah. and as well as in other parts of the country in the U.S. since the U.S. is so big and we didn't have any one uniform thing that we did. Every, every state did something different for better or for worse. Yeah. <laughs> I was um, going to say probably for worse, but yeah. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely, definitely agree. What was it like to watch the U.S. from afar during the pandemic? I mean, it was it was crazy, right? Because from a European's perspective, like we saw what was happening in Asia and, and I, all the critics here in Sweden were saying like, hey, we should lock. There should be a lock. Like you're seeing what happening, what happening in Asia right now. Like we should lock down and then take that another step where it, the virus comes to the US and you know you can say like, all of these you're, you know everyone kind of over here was saying like hey the US should lock down aren't they seeing what's happening in in in, in Europe so i mean it's been, it's been like watching uh, a train crash in slow motion and i mean i have, some states have handled it better than others but others but yeah i mean it is what it is <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> So how do you decide what horror movie to watch when you're looking for something to watch? Oh, I'm, I'm so, I'm such a nerd about this stuff. Like I have a letterboxd account and I always want to watch something from my watch list. Like I, I want, I want to get that watch list down, but then I'll watch <laughs> a movie and then I'll look at the reviews on letterboxd and they'll say, this re- movie reminded me of this other movie. And then I'll look at that <laughs> other movie and then, you know, <laughs> I'll, three I'll hours have, later. <laughs> yes. And then I have like 10 more movies on my watch list. So yeah, that's usually what I do or you know, if something new comes out on VOD that I think my fiance will like, I'm like, hey, we should watch this thing together. Is your is your fiance a horror fan? No, not at all. I sort of got her into it in a lot of ways because she is a fan of some filmmakers now, like Mike Flanagan. She really mm-hmm. likes his stuff. Yeah. You know, we, we watched Hill House together and that was like one of those. Did you like that one? I did. I did. But it was really yeah. hard to get through. <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah. But yeah, we watched Hill House. And, and after that, I'm like, oh, I think because she had a, such a strong connection with that series. I'm like, oh, I think you'll actually dig some Stephen King stuff because Mike Flanagan is very inspired by Stephen King. Right. Uh, and so then I, you know, showed her The Shining and some stuff. And so it, so it, it's been like, you know, that's what it's like to be in a relationship. Right. You show each other stuff yeah. you think is cool. And then like you sort of have, yeah, have some wiggle room where it's like, I'm not going to go, go to her and be like, Hey, I'm watching this Italian cannibal movie tonight. She's not going <laughs> to be into that. Right. But like, yeah, you know, a Stephen King story, she probably will enjoy. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That, like I always say, I always think there's horror for everyone. So it's just finding that little niche. Yes. Because even if you just like true crime, like, crime is the crimes are often terrible they're horrific so that yes of course yeah (laughs) are there any horror movies that you won't watch or that you won't watch ever again Mm, i mean i haven't seen cannibal holocaust because of the animal cruelty i'm sure that one comes up quite a bit there's other movies quite like that one where they might not have actually like kill some animals but like they just feel really cruel to me like i haven't seen any august underground stuff or like faces of death or stuff like that i mean that's just not that's just not why i like horror that's just not what i'm into but other than that like when it comes to like psychological stuff and 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 things like that i'm usually open to like rewatch some pretty disturbing stuff but but yeah i don't know i I, yeah i I think i'm trying to think like I, i did watch like a Serbian film, right? And it's awful. Oh, don't don't yeah. watch it. Uh, so, 
So I won't watch that one, but that, it's not really because it disturbed me. I mean, I just thought it was bad, right? <laughs> so I might have to get back to you. Okay. So back when we were all packing into movie theaters together, did you ever have a noteworthy experience seeing a horror movie in theaters? I haven't been back to the theaters yet. Uh, well, before that, did you ever have? Uh, no. Yeah. I mean, the last movie I saw in theaters before the pandemic was The Invisible Man, which was a, a ton of fun. It was like yeah. packed house, uh, great film. And uh a ton of like really fun scares, like fun jump scares where they felt like earned, like they didn't feel cheap, right? Yeah. Because a lot of times you'll watch a horror movie and, and it, there'll be a jump scare and it's like, well, of course I jumped. It's just a loud noise, <laughs> right? But in The Visible Man, I thought the few jump scares that they did have were, were quite earned and, and, and felt kind of shocking. So that was really fun seeing with an audience and having, you know, people sort of scream their brains out. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely. I, I definitely enjoyed that movie and I rewatched it when it came on HBO. So definitely yeah. very solid. What has been your favorite horror movie of 2021? Oh, great question. I'm, I'm thinking about like doing, I, I don't know, doing like a video on, on YouTube about like having like some really fun and dumb categories and sort of, so I've been thinking about this and I've, I've been watching a, a lot of movies that came out this year because I sort of want to do something like end of the year uh, yeah. thing. I think my favorite right now is probably this movie. Uh, I think it's on Shudder in the US. It's called Violation. It's like <laughs> I haven't, I haven't, I haven't seen it, but it's on my list of things to watch to end out, to close out the year. I have Violation, The Columnist, The Power, The Sound of Violence, Meander, Werewolves Within, and Jacob's Wife. I watched Gaia and the Amusement Park yesterday. Mm -hmm. I was not really a fan of the Amusement Park. I mean, if I'm going to be honest, I only got like halfway through it because it's very odd and it's about, Yep. Yep. but Gaia was okay. I didn't hate Gaia. Wait, wait, did you did you see Gaia last night? Yes. <laughs> because I also watched it last night. Oh, no way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what did uh, you yeah, think it, of it? I thought it was kind of cool, uh, a little like meandering. Like, I I, I don't know. Um, trying not to spoil things here. It, there's a, a point in that movie where I'm like, oh, this is what this movie is. Like, th- these are the characters. This, oh, oh, oh I, 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 I like fought for some reason. I just thought the story would be a little bit bigger, uh, but that's not really the movie's fault. That's my expectations. I thought it was fine. Like it, it was one of those, like, yeah, probably one and done. Like it's not going to be like yeah. a favorite, but yeah. uh, pretty cool. Yeah. I think I've, I've had such bad luck watching horror movies on streaming recently. I just, I watched come true, which I think was okay. on Hulu or shutter. Yep. Wasn't, I have no idea what happened in it. And then I watched, <laughs> then I watched lucky which I think is mm-hmm. on Shutter. Not really a fan because I don't need that kind of a reminder that women okay. always have to be on on guard. But I don't know. All right, fine. I haven't I haven't heard of Lucky, but I did watch Come True, and I thought I thought that one was all right. Yeah, um, I think I must have missed something. I don't know. Like, cause okay. what? We're gonna okay. We're gonna spoil Come True right now. Can you all explain right. the ending to me? Oh man, it's been a while since I've seen it. <laughs> She, uh, she she ends up with like vampire fangs and not out of nowhere. Oh, right. Okay. No, I can't explain the ending to you. Okay. <laughs> right, right. That's what happened. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I can't. I can't. Awesome. Glad we cleared that up. <laughs> <laughs> what horror movie are you most looking forward to seeing in 2022? Oh man. I don't know. I, I barely keep track of like new releases. 
because there are like people on YouTube that will do that for me. <laughs> oh, I have no idea. I, I, they're doing that new, they're doing Halloween ends. That's next year, yes, right? Next October. So here I just Googled it. There is Scream, Halloween ends with technically Scream 5, right. but they're calling it Scream, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, Moribus, Hocus Pocus 2, Nope by Jordan Peele, Violent okay. Night, Black Phone, Doctor Strange. Okay, um, I, I, I think I think the one I'm actually mo- most looking forward to is Black Phone. Yeah, that one looks really, um, really interesting and it's something like new, so. Right. Right. I, I wanted to mention Halloween Ends, though, because I, I did not like Halloween Kills. Me um, neither. I hated it. One, Yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> it was funny uh, when that movie came out. I, you know, I, I said something to the extent of like, I think this is one of the worst Halloween movies. And then I was actually thinking about it. And I'm like, oh, no, it's probably actually middle tier. It's just that they've made so many bad Halloween movies that you know like i think it's better than the rob zombie ones i think it's better than resurrection i think it's better than six but like those are all really 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 bad (laughs) i've seen Uh, i've seen halloween through halloween five and then h2o and then 2018 and halloween okay i think i had such a visceral reaction to halloween kills because i thought halloween 2018 was so good and this was just like this was just such hot garbage Yes. (laughs) Yes. So, <laughs> it, like I, you couldn't like everyone was like, well, it's the middle movie. So they just have to like kill time. But I was like, come on. Come I mean, on. Do, they could have just better. made two movies. They could have just yeah. made two movies like the, the original plant. But yeah, I got to, you know, fill it out to make a trilogy money. Capitalism. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. I heard on a podcast that they were originally going to have Halloween ends take place still on the same Halloween night. But apparently they've changed that. I don't know. That, that could have been misinformation, but yeah, I, I saw somebody tweet after Halloween ends. How long is this night? So. <laughs> yes. <sighs> yeah. I have, I have very low expectations for Halloween ends, but maybe they'll surprise me. Yeah. I'm, I'm kind of thinking like, well, at least they will get to do some because they originally plan, planned this as two movies and sort of hoping that Halloween Kills is just like a bunch of filler and then they've got a bunch of stuff planned, yeah. <laughs> good stuff planned for Halloween ends. But we'll see. I mean, so are there any horror movies that you love that people generally don't like or do you hold any unpopular horror movie opinions? Ooh, hot takes. I don't have it. I mean, Usually, like, I'm pretty positive on a lot of stuff that I, you know, so many people on the internet, and I think especially because I'm sort of dabbling in YouTube, like, I do not know what I want to do with my YouTube channel. I sort of put out, like, a comedy sketch thing because I have a background in comedy. So I did that and and sort of did that to, like, learn video editing and stuff like that. I, I've put out music on there. Like, I don't know what I'm doing on my YouTube. <laughs> but uh, I, I know that I sort of want it to be centered around horror right so i'm getting like all these recommendations on youtube and there's so many people that are just really really negative <laughs> like there's there's people like i hate everything like that's the channel name i hate everything and i'm not calling that person out he's very successful on youtube but like that's not the energy that i want to yeah. have <laughs> or or that i want to like watch so i think like 
my like hot takes are usually oh this movie that people say is terrible is actually like fine <laughs> you know like it's not a very hot take <laughs> right <laughs> i think a lot of like the sort of remake hate that was happening in the early like or like let's say 2005 to like 2015 <laughs> where a ton of movies were being remade like hey remakes are fine actually you know it the originals are still there you can still enjoy them it's in some ways a remake can be kind of cool for the instance like hills have eyes like i did not know about hills have eyes until the remake came out remake is a pretty good movie it's a really mean movie but i quite enjoy it and that got me you know to check out the original and to later watch the last house on the left which is now like one of those movies that I don't know if I would consider it one of my favorite movies of all time. Like it's, it's a weird movie on, on many levels. And, and like, you know, it feels like strange to say, oh, I really like like one of one of those like really mean sort of rape revenge films from the 70s because, well, it's a rape revenge film. But, you know, a remake of a film got me to watch some of these older films that I really enjoyed. So I think, you know, I, I just don't I just don't see the point of like all this negativity around a movie criticism, I guess. I guess that's mm -hmm. my hot take. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's fine to dislike stuff. It's fine to have opinions, but I, I don't... So that leads me into my next question. If you could remake one horror movie, which one would it be? Oh, I feel like I actually have good answers for this, but I can't think of them at the top of my head. <laughs> okay, hold on. I think, I think there's a ton of, like, giallos that have really interesting premises and then because they're giallo they go nowhere with them and it, it's meandering and it's very it, like i love giallos i i i do i 100 understand why someone would say oh no those movies are terrible why like like i i understand that full stop but i i do think there are a lot of giallos that have like really interesting pro premises and then they sort of don't really go anywhere because I was I was talking about this on the latest episode of my podcast because we talked about an, an Italian movie and I said that giallo movies are mystery movies where the mystery doesn't make sense <laughs> and like you know so many so many of those movies yeah they they have like cool openers or or some cool ideas or cool visual style, styles but like script wise they just don't work at all so I think it could be like pretty interesting to i don't know remake some early sorry argento ones or something like that i i don't know so some some angry dude in in in, in, in who really loves giallos are like screaming at me right now but. <laughs> i've never really been a big fan of giallo movies but speaking of giallo did you see malignant Yes, I love Malignant. I mean, it, for a while, I finished Malignant and I'm like, this is going to be my movie of the year. And then I calmed down a little bit and I'm like, okay, well, it's, it's not going to be my movie of the year, but it, man, it was so much fun. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I've seen it twice now because um, I, I watched that movie and I came out of it with such a like... Um, uh, such energy that I'm like, I have to show this to someone. So <laughs> like the night after when my fiance was home, I'm like, We're, we have to watch Malignant. <laughs> like you have to see this. I, you're, you might not like this movie, but you have to experience it. What did, what did she think? Oh, she thought it was great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, it's a bad movie. We both think it's a bad movie, but it's, it's so much fun. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So what do you have plans to watch this weekend? 
I'm trying to catch up on some stuff from 2021. I really want to see the beta test. I think that's going to be uh, my next one. I really enjoy sort of Jim Cummings and, and what he's done with uh, his previous films. I think he has like, that's like one of those, yeah, I don't know. Uh, black comedies really speak to me for some reason. Like that's sort of the type of comedy movies that I really enjoy uh, these days. And there's something about like, Jim Cummings always being on the verge of like a mental breakdown that I really enjoy watching. <laughs> did you did you see his werewolf one? What, uh, what, what was it? Oh, hold on. I have to Google this. It has like a long title. The Wolf of Snow Hollow? Yes, The Wolf of Snow Hollow. Yes. I did. I did. I liked it. I didn't love it. I thought there were parts that were really funny. And then there were parts that were like, I couldn't take seriously because of the dialogue, which that's a thing for me. Like if you don't have realistic dialogue, I can't can't take the movie seriously but that's just that's just me there were parts that were really funny so right i just i you know i i that was the first one i watched of it and i, I just i i love the way that like he is never mind <laughs> never mind i'm not gonna get into this it's gonna be way too long to explain <laughs> i love that movie <laughs> awesome so my last question is if you had to spend quarantine with one horror villain who would it be one horror villain Oh man, they're all going to kill me, right? Has anyone had like a good answer to this question without without telling me? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh man. Because right now I'm just thinking, right, well, okay, I'll just pick Jason Voorhees. He's tend to kill people pretty quickly. <laughs> but I don't know. What would be a good answer? So I like the answer of uh, Hannibal Lecter because you just, you don't piss him off and you don't eat his food. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here. Do you want to tell people where they can find your podcast and your YouTube channel? Yes. Um, I'm on kind of everything. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, like TikTok, kind of everything. Uh, it should be just at Guest of Horror and you can find me pretty much wherever. If you want to watch me do like really weird comedy on YouTube, <laughs> you can do that. I'm having a lot of fun with that stuff, but the thing that is sort of my main focus right now is the podcast. And it's not, it's not really on a set schedule or anything like that. Like I, you know, I work 40 hours a week. I have other responsibilities. Like I'm, I'm kind of just starting to figure all this stuff out. You know, you just follow me on uh, whatever platform you like. And uh, yeah, the podcast is, is pretty much on everything. I think it should be on, on Apple podcasts and Google podcasts as well spotify all that stuff you can follow the show and, and yeah i think that's it awesome well thank you so much again for being here i hope you have a good night thank you that's it for this week's episode of who's there i hope you enjoyed my conversation with Boris solman and thanks again to bars for coming on i'll leave links to all of his socials in the show notes you can follow us on twitter at who's their pod we're on instagram at who's their podcast and if you have any questions comments concerns horror movie recommendations or you'd like to be a guest shoot us an email at hello at who's their until next time stay scary and get vaccinated